Welcome to the Five Seconds of Fame podcast. I'm joined by a man who is not Brandon Siegel because, um, you know, we have we have twists in the Big Brother game. We have twists on this podcast, and Brandon was dragged to the nether region. So um, in this place, this is a great twist. Ben O'Brien is here. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm Trevor. I'm great. Obviously, with Brandon not being here, uh, we're in for a fantastic episode. Um, and if we're going to compare this to gameplay and Big Brother, then I, I just think Brandon's an example of someone who just isn't willing to play the game. He clearly isn't willing to put in the effort to play the game. That is this podcast. Um, so, so he's he's an example of some floater that's just that's just you know flying by under the radar, not doing anything. He's just happy to be there, getting a tan, uh, living in the Big Brother house. So, so I, I don't think we're missing a whole lot by him being thrown to the Nether region, um, or in this case, being uh, being off this podcast this week. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty rare in the Big Brother house when a twist actually goes the way you want it to. Yeah, and I and I do think that the twist this week actually resulted in something that I kind of liked. And I think this twist of the podcast also was a good thing. You know, it's it's just me and you, um, no Brandon. So yeah, I think it's going to be a great podcast. I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, normally how we do this is we normally go in chronological order. We go through the week. We start with the HOH. But you haven't been on the podcast for a couple of weeks, Ben. I kind of wanted to get your thoughts because we had a pretty surprising episode on Thursday. Um, I was surprised. I'm, I'm usually not super surprised by things that happen on episodes, but I was surprised on Thursday. What were some of your overall thoughts just from this week in general? Um, and really, just any, you can talk about anything that kind of stood out from this week. What, what were some of your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I, overall, I don't think it was a terrible week. I don't think it was a great week. Um, I think we're starting to see, and this is not. This has been the case, I think, since early on. But I think there are a couple examples this week of just how easy this game has been for Suri, and just how easy I think it is for her to go really far in this game. I'm not guaranteeing that she's going to win, but you'll see in the in, in my ratings later. Uh, Suri has a very good chance of winning. And I think again, there are a couple examples of that this week, just in terms of her positioning and how pretty much every single person, aside from maybe a few people in that house are pretty much willing to tell Suri anything that they possibly, any sort of information they possibly have, um, which is great for her, and it's great for the people that are close to her, but it, I just think it, it leads to a lot of, a lot of boring gameplay. Um, and, there, there was, and this week, again, there were was, there was some things that were interesting. There were some good things, but there was also a lot of boring gameplay and, and uh, you know, boring scenes in the episode. So I'd say it's a pretty average week. I don't think there was anything crazy that stood out to me. Uh, I told you this before before the uh, we started recording, but I think when you have someone like Cameron as HOH that's, that's controlling the gameplay for the week, it's just it's destined to be kind of boring just because like he was so adamant on who he was going to put up um, for nominations. Like he was like, it's going to be blue, it's going to be Jag, and there was like just no no swaying his opinion, no changing his mind. Red even tried to a little bit, um, and he was just so adamant, he was so stubborn about it. So it just led to it led to like a whole not a whole lot of questions about what's going to happen because. He made it very clear what his what his goal was and what his mission was, and I don't think anything was really going to change that. So um, I, that that always hurts, just when you have an HOH that that is not willing to even listen to what other people have to say at all, and they're like, "Nope, I won the competition. This is my week." Um, and then you know, give him credit; he he won that competition, and he he he'd been on the block a few times. So I get it, but um, it doesn't it just doesn't lead to to entertaining entertaining you know uh, TV for for us viewers. Yeah, and I think I so I actually think part of part of the thing with Cam's HOH was that that made it not as great. I mean, it's it's 
I because I, I still think the week was very entertaining. It just was entertaining for basically because of bad gameplay um, throughout the bo- th- across the board from a lot of people. Um, but I think with Cameron, part of it was these nominations were kind of like him going along with what the house wanted in a way because yeah. uh, in in like the prior week or two, I think the Sari Izzy Felicia side. Um, tried to kind of set up the house in a way so that I guess they're kind of playing in the middle. You know, they they are in all of these alliances, right? They're in this uh, Seven Deadly Sins alliance that contains Jag and Blue, who were kind of who were the targets for Cam and Red. And then on the other side, they had this Legend Twenty Five alliance with Cam and Red, and it's basically set up in a way to where if Cam or Red won HOH, which Cam did. Uh, he would go after Jag and Blue, and if Jag or Blue won HOH, they would go after Cam and Red. And it's yeah. really good strategy. It, it it has been working so far. Um, but the the result of it is that it it's not it's not super interesting to me. I don't love it because then we start to get to this theme of um just I guess just in general, if we're talking about like what what makes me really love Big Brother, the seasons that I love the most. Um, the opposite of it is when it's a steamroll, when yeah. one alliance, one big alliance kind of runs the entire season like we have seen. Um, we saw like in Big Brother 22, Big Brother 23, I think we saw it. I think last season was a little more interesting. I think it was a little more back and forth, which was cool. But we saw it happen in 23, 22, um, in 20. Well, no, 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 20 was interesting for a while. 19, we certainly saw it in, in Big Brother 19. So in some of these seasons that, um, aren't as highly regarded, particularly like a Big Brother 22, I think is the best recent example because that alliance truly just ran this show from week mm-hmm. one on. Um, and that's what we don't want to happen. I think we've had um, a really good start to this season. I think it's been really interesting. It's been entertaining. But we're we're starting, I'm starting to see, get a glimpse of it could like where it could turn into that, you know, if some of the wrong people go home and we just have this situation where they're able to stay in the middle and it's just, um, you know, the outsiders taking shots at other outsiders, which is what, what, what kind of happened this week in, uh, cam and red or cam specifically taking a shot at, you know, Jag and blue putting them on the block. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't great in terms of that, but nevertheless, we obviously saw the result. Jag is still, here so we'll we'll get into that um just just as far as the week we had cam winning hoh putting up jag and blue um i mentioned that there was a lot of bad gameplay this week and that's where i kind of wanted to start because um cameron does nominate jag and blue and jag and blue they had the information particularly jag to save himself i truly believe that if jag would have made a real effort to to talk about how hey you know what cam we we are in this we are in this alliance with sari izzy felicia they brought us into that and jag already kind of like he he could have talked about this and it would have set off alarms very quickly because when you're going to go on the block like what what do you have to lose by throwing your alliance under the bus yeah. in this situation if you're Jag and Blue? Like, you're just trying to save yourself. You're in survival mode. So, and Jag refused to tell Cam about that Seven Deadly Sins alliance that contained Sari, Izzy, Felicia. Um, and if he would have done that, 
that could have been a thing. And and yes, Cam, he's not a good Big Brother player, so who knows? Maybe it wouldn't have mattered. Maybe it wouldn't have. But you have to throw everything at the window if you're Jag here, you know, Jag in blue as well, and try to get yourself to, um, or try to save yourself. And they just didn't do that. And it was so frustrating for me to kind of see um, on live feeds um, and just, you know, on the episode, there was no point where they were really trying to be like, well, why, why am I going on the block? They just kind of accepted that. Um, but Ben, what did you think about that? I mean, just Jag and, Jag and Blue, Jag in particular, a player who I had hope in at the start of the yeah. season, even like as even last week, I still had hope and just to see him not really fighting for himself here. Well, it's just frustrating. Like you said, he was, he was, he, he wasn't willing to, to out his alliance. And, and this is an alliance that hasn't even been around that long. It's not like it's been an alliance since like day one. It's not like it's a super loyal alliance. Like this is an alliance that just got created, I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, so it, it, it's just frustrating to see that, yeah, like you said, he had the information to give to Cameron, like, hey, I have this alliance. And then Cameron is sitting there. He would have been like, well, hold on, because I thought I had an alliance with them. And Cameron's sitting here all week going off of this fake alliance that doesn't even actually exist. Um, and it's just, it, shows, it shows how great of a position Suri is in and how she's positioned herself to where no one is willing to go after her because everybody thinks that she's their biggest ally. Um, but yeah, like you said, it, it, it's just frustrating because what it leads to is, yeah, you have people at the bottom of one alliance uh, with Suri, Cam, and Red tr- just tr- taking shots at people that are at the bottom of her other alliance with, with Blue and Jag. So it's leading to a lot of bad gameplay. And, and Suri and her crew of people, people like you know Felicia and Izzy and, and Jared, nobody's touching them because Suri has positioned them in a, in a, in a way that, that, that for whatever reason, nobody wants to take shots at them, maybe outside of like America and Corey or whoever. But um, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating as a viewer because, I mean, we don't want to see that steamroll. We've seen it in a lot of different years where you have one group of people that win everything and they're, they're never threatened by anything. And it's, it's impressive in a way, I guess, but as, as entertainment and as gameplay, nobody wants to watch that. So I'm, I'm very afraid of, of what the future holds for, for, this, for this season just in terms of that because if, if Suri is going to continue to get what she wants and no one's ever going to see her as a threat, all of a sudden we're going to be sitting here and it's the final five and it's Suri and all, all of her friends and all the people that she's aligned with all season. Um, and that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long season if that's the case. So I don't know. I, we need Blue to wake up. We need Jag to wake up. We need somebody to to start having um, some sort of motivation and some sort of insight to to what's really going on in that house. And I, I don't. I just don't know if if there's a lot of people that I'm at least at this point that I'm confident have the ability to do that or have the ability to realize what's going on. So we'll see. I'm praying that that we get some sort of mix up in this game, but. As of right now, I would not be surprised if if you if you see a final five of like Suri and Izzy and um, Jared, Jared and Felicia, Felicia. And, yeah, and and maybe I don't know Matt or somebody like that, but Matt or Mikol, um, yeah, yeah. So it's just I don't know. I, it's it's not fun. It's not fun to watch. Like remember, like Trevor, with that first week we had very early on, we essentially had two sides of the house forming, and I you know I blame Heisum because what happened is then Heisum became HOH and everybody hated him, and everybody's like, fine, let's just work together and get him out, and then after that. You had these new alliances formed, and now that the house looks completely different than it did week one, it's just I don't know. There was so much potential in the first week, and I'm I'm not losing faith or anything like that, but I'm I'm starting to see the writing on the wall of what this season could turn into, and that's not even close to what I thought the potential could be after the first week. So I don't know. We'll see. 
Yeah, and I think that like I think a lot of these people that I I just I, I'm just gonna continue to deem as like the outsiders of the house, like yeah. a Cam, a Red, a Jag, a Blue. Um, even at this point, Corey in America, right? They're outsiders now. I would say. So it, it's just like the, the, I feel like they have a lot of the pieces to kind of put it together, and some of them have already. Like uh, like Corey, he knows what's happening. Um, he he kind of has a good idea. America even America knows what's happening, and she's even tried to explain this to Jag. And this is another thing that Jag did. I don't I don't remember if this happened before Noms or after, but it happened. It definitely happened before the veto. Um, but Corey had basically told America um about um I believe the well because Corey obviously knew about the Seven Deadly Sins Alliance. He wasn't in it, but Izzy told him you know that it that it formed the alliance with jag and blue so Corey already knew about this alliance and i i don't i don't know if he told america directly but he kind of hinted to her about it um just to kind of make her think that you know jag and blue they they had other things going on and um i'm trying to think here because like america went to jag and she was kind of talking about how um this alliance like trying to hint but not tell him directly that she knew about his alliance but trying to hint and there's just just like there's so many conversations like that one for instance that jag would immediately go and run back to i think izzy is who he who he ran it back to and that is one of the biggest conversations that just information where Corey and america are in a sense trying to help jag america in particular she really uh kind of just you know Late, laid her game on the line for Jag this whole week, and really it put it's put America in a bad spot because of it. But she made a huge effort to try to save Jag. Um, she obviously really likes him, wants to work with him, so she was trying to, and she gave him a lot of valuable information that he just instantly would run back to Izzy. That would that basically made the target on America and Corey even larger than it already had been at the start of the week. So that was going on, and then the other piece I wanted to talk about was how. Cam and Red, well, so Red noticed that after the HOH was won that Izzy was, like, clearly not, not a, like, she was very upset about Cam winning the HOH, and they even talked about it. Cam had the idea of potentially backdooring Izzy, but then yeah. they just, it just disappeared. Red, at one point, uh, I think later in the day on Friday, after initially they talked about it and discussed, like, maybe... They had another conversation later where Red was like, nah, we shouldn't do that. It's too early to take a shot at our own alliance, so we should not take a shot at Izzy. And it's just, like, too early. Like, you're in power now. When When's going to be the right time? It, so that was that was frustrating. I think Red did many things this entire week where, uh, just to show that he is one of the worst Big Brother players I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> he even at one point, and they didn't show this on the episode, I guess good good for Red. Maybe Red has a... Uh, a PR manager or something that like works in production that makes sure that they don't make him look too bad or something. But right at one point, uh, volunteered to go up as a pawn. He, he at one point did this. Um, he said he could go up as a pawn with a, a Jag or, or if someone came off the block to ensure that they went out. So that's, that's another thing that red did, uh, this week, but yeah, just a lot of bad gameplay from red, from cam, uh, and, and from Jag and blue as well. Blue spent the majority of this week just with Jared, um, basically. And I guess that's a good transition to the next thing. Um, the secret is out, Ben. The Jared, yeah. Jared told Jared told Blue the secret. And 
I can't say that I'm super surprised that this happened because Jared had been hinting at this the last week or so. He'd been telling Blue, like, oh, I have a secret. Do you, like, I, I have a secret just letting you know. And he kept telling Blue that he had a secret. And Blue originally just, like, didn't really care. She just kind of blew it off, just like, whatever, Jared. You know, whatever. I don't care about your secret. But then he told her, and I think the episode, the way the episode edited it made it seem, I don't know, my my perception of it was a little bit different. I think they made it seem like Jared said that Felicia was his mom, which is not really what happened. Um, Jared, I don't think, said really any names. And actually, Blue at one point, basically before Jared could even say that it was Sari that was his mom, uh, Blue was like, oh, Felicia? And it was and it was so funny. It was such a funny moment that they didn't really show on the episode that originally Blue thought that Jared's mom was Felicia. And this was like a side quest that went on for days where Blue seemed to think and on in her diary room, she she made it seem like that she thought it was Sari. So I guess maybe she did know it was Sari. Who knows? I think at this point she probably does. But on the uh, live feeds, she started hanging out with Felicia more often, just talking to her about like just life. She just would yeah. go and hang out with Felicia. There was one point it was like Sunday or Monday night where Blue offered to help Felicia cook dinner. Just like all of this stuff is so funny. The possibility of Blue thinking that it was Felicia that was Jared's mom and not Sari. Uh, but nevertheless, her diary room, her diary room did make it make it seem like she does know it's she does know it's Sari. So this is interesting, Ben, because will yeah. Blue tell the secret? Will she tell anyone? What What do you think? Is Blue going to spill the secret? I mean, obviously, we all want her to, which makes me feel like she won't. Um, just because I feel like in in years past we've seen situations, and maybe not to this extent, but like where somebody has a secret, and it's like, oh no, secret's out. Like, what this is gonna affect the whole house. I, you know, Blue's gonna tell everyone, and we all, every every time us fans want this to happen, I feel like it never happens. So I don't know. I, th- I mean, I think if anything, she'll tell Jag because obviously her and Jag are close. But I don't know. I think I think her and Jared are close enough to where she feels like she can keep that secret for him, um, which is very frustrating. But. It is what it is. I will say, I'm not a fan of the of the blue and and Jared showmance really, but I, I think it's like the best thing that's happened to the season because those clips of like Sari just like watching them from a distance, like you know they're sitting like on the hammock and Sari's like across the backyard just staring at him, like so disappointed and so upset by her son. I think those clips and those like parts of, the, of this week were so funny. Um, that whole that whole conversation between between Jared and 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 uh and Suri about like Suri's like hey Jared just a heads up your girl might go home and Jared's so upset like this is ridiculous that's bad for my game and Suri's trying to explain to him why it's better in the long run that that, that maybe Blue goes home and things like that um it was so funny and and Jared clearly just doesn't know any, what he's doing at all and without Suri he would have no idea what he's doing but um. I really do like that Jared is is so bad at this game because it's really the only thing, the only adversity that Sari has faced all season is the fact that her son has no idea what he's doing in this game. Um, so it's led to a very entertaining moments of of this episode of this season. Again, just because Sari, it's really the only time I've seen her have to like scramble and have to like really work hard for for something that she wants to have happen. So I, I'm I'm pulling for Jared to keep it up. I hope Jared keeps uh keeps making Sari's life miserable in that house in terms of gameplay. Um, because I, it's 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 fun to to watch Suri have to actually like work for it and have to. I, w- I want to see what kind of skill she has with with some social gameplay. Um, so I I hope I hope the secret gets out or I hope 
Blue maybe tells just one other person. That, so I, I just want to see how Saru would handle it. I know Jared won't handle it well, but I would love to see how Saru can spin her way out of some some tough situations because I think she's capable of doing it. She's a great player. I just I feel like I haven't had to see her really show how great she is yet. So I'm excited. If that were to happen, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, and I, I think that was arguably the most entertaining part of this week was just the I, I whole, think it was awesome. The like the secret being revealed and everything mm-hmm. that happened. Um, the fact that it happened like pretty much within the same day, like Blue or Jared told C- told Blue the secret. I think it was Saturday night, which was after the veto, so Red had won it. And then meanwhile, the same night, Sari, Felicia, Izzy, I forget who else, maybe Matt. They were all having conversations about, uh, you know, get, making sure they had the votes to get out blue. They were talking about, like, I think getting out blue would actually be the best for our game because, and actually Matt made the the argument that did this. So good on Matt for making yeah. the argument, basically just saying, and it's a simple argument. Matt just basically said, hey, Jag is a better competitor than blue, and he can help us get out Cam and Red. And that was really the argument that, or at least, the main argument that I think worked. Now, I think the other thing is that uh, Sari, we, which we kind of have gotten, is that Sari does not really like Blue. She thinks Blue is going to tank Jared's game. She she thinks this is not going to be a good influence. She thinks it's going to be very bad for Jared. So this was, I think, her... This might have been her biggest motivator for wanting to get Blue up. But regardless, between that factor and Matt's argument, uh, they decide, okay... Let's let's take out blue. Let's vote her out. We need to make sure we have the votes. And they needed so there were ten votes this week. So you need five to tie, but obviously you you, you can't guarantee Cam's going to be on your side. So you want to get six. They already had four. It was Sari, Matt, uh, Felicia, and Izzy. And then uh, Mikol was also Mikol wanted uh, Blue to be evicted because Mikol actually has a good relationship with Jag in the house. Um, so Mikol was the fifth. So they just needed one more. And in in reality, they could have easily went to America, and America would America wanted to keep Jag. She would have been on board. Bowie would have been on board. They could have easily went to Bowie. And the funniest part is they could have went to Cam and Red and said, "Hey, actually." I think getting blue out this week is the best. Here are the reasons why. They would have been on board. Cam and Red would have been down for it. And th- that's the funniest thing because they were so stressed out about, we need to get Jared's vote because we don't trust America and Corey. We don't trust Bowie. We don't trust Cam and Red. So we have to get uh, Jared's vote. And Jared was the one person um, that was so, that his heart was set on keeping blue and getting jag out everyone else was willing to to vote out blue um i think Corey, after a couple days got annoyed with jag and i think he started to want jag out but overall like it would have been easy to get the votes to take out blue they had they had the votes they just need to go talk to people but nevertheless that's what was happening we got the uh Suri and jared conversation a couple conversations i think about Suri being like hey we we got to take out blue and jared saying it, that it wasn't best for him and Jared obviously is right. You know, it, it wasn't best for him. And honestly, I don't think it was best for Sari either to get out blue. Um, I, I think that having Jag in the game, I think he is, well, I guess it's debatable now, but I would say he might be the more capable player. And he still has a good relationship with America, which if we're talking about like just a simple question of who is the biggest threat to Sari's game, I think it's America. 
because America is the only person yeah. in the game that might be willing to put them on the block if she were to win HOH. Um, so because Jack would, has would that Corey relationship, be willing to do that? Would Corey be willing to put him on the block? Do you think? So Corey, Corey and America have had conversations about this. Corey seems to think it's too early, which I at this point don't agree with Corey on. I think Corey I mean, also like, needs to be. When willing. is it? When is it not too early? When you get to like jury? Like I don't know what, yeah. what too early means at this point. Yeah. So Corey doesn't. He doesn't realize at this point that Suri and Izzy don't trust him anymore. Um, yeah. Like like Jag Jag kind of ratting him out with that info was part of the thing that hurt. And I, I think there were a few other things, just maybe them realizing that America and Corey were getting so close. Um, so they had been, their trust of Corey had been kind of declining over the last few days, like even before, I think leading up to the Heisem eviction, and then certainly right after, um, their trust really has been declining on Corey. So he didn't realize this. Yeah. So he still thinks he's in a pretty good spot. Um, and he didn't want to um, take a shot at Suri or Izzy. Um, but America does. So okay. that that's pretty interesting. But I guess that, um, yeah, so back to the vote. Um, Jared's kind of the only person there, and they don't, you know, they can't get it. So they keep having these conversations. And then the thing that, so I think number one, I think Jared um, continues to make these arguments. Um, and I think that is part of the thing that helps um, ensure that Blue stays. But I think the bigger thing actually was the uh, the twist the power that we're going to talk about. We get this competition where, you know, America votes and we have four people that are going to uh, get to compete. And those four people were Sari, Matt, uh, Jag, and Corey. And this power, I don't, I don't have like a great explanation on exactly why, um, but it seemed like this power was part of the thing that um, helped them realize, you know what? No, actually uh, we got to vote Jag. Um, and they also were thinking of like, and Suri, I think that had a, had a plan of like, we're going to take out Jag and our explanation of why we can't keep Jag. Like if Jag finds out that he's going home and he's like wondering what happens, the, the, the reason this plan did not go through is because of America and Corey. Basically, this is the plan. We are going to lie. We are going to place all of the blame on America and Corey for why jag is going to be evicted because basically in their theory Corey and america weren't willing to uh keep jag and th th it's their fault it's their fault it's no one else's fault it's their fault which is really not a good lie because america and jag are pretty close and america had been pretty adamant about wanting jag to stay so number one i didn't think that was a good plan necessarily i think they should have just been voting out jag the whole time um i think matt so well, I guess so getting to the the Matt power thing, which I'm going to get your thoughts on this too, Ben, but mm -hmm. Matt using the power, I think for his individual game is good for him because I think Jag's yeah. a, a really good ally for him. Uh, Jag really trusts Matt like a lot. Yeah. Jag really trusts Matt in the game. So I think it's good for, for Matt to have Jag as an ally. I think for Sari, for Izzy, for Felicia, um, for those people, for those three people specifically, I think Jag going home was the right move. So I don't think uh, this was good for Sari that Jag stayed. Um, but but what do you think, Ben? What do you think about um, the decision to save Jag? Um, so first, let me say this: I I do like if we're gonna have and, and Big Brother likes doing this. And they've always done it. It's never a huge deal to me, but it, do, it is kind of annoying. If we're gonna have an America's vote, like if we're gonna give America the chance 
to give somebody a power. I'm glad that they did it in this way, where they said, okay, the top four are gonna are gonna get are gonna fight for the power. America isn't specifically choosing who gets that power because I think everybody knew that Suri would just get the power if if that was the case. So I like that I like the Big Brother did that. If we're gonna have an America's vote that changes the game, let's only give America so much of an ability to change the game. All right, we'll let America put four people into that arena, and whoever comes out with the power comes out with the power. That's fine. Um, so I like that because again, we knew that Suri would have just got the power if we did that. Um, but so Matt wins and. My first initial reaction to to Matt winning and I, was I was like I don't I'm not a, I'm not happy I did not want him to win as somebody who likes Matt because I one I didn't I didn't think that he'd be able to be a good enough liar to deny the fact that he won it and two I just didn't know what he'd do with it so I was not a fan of him just going straight to Suri and being like I'm gonna tell Suri before I tell anyone else or if I tell anyone it's gonna be Suri because it just solidifies and just shows how much. Basically, everyone looks at Suri as like their number one ally, and that's that's frustrating because she's in such a good position that it ruins the game. But um, I, f- at first, I was like, I don't like this move because the way I was looking at it, and this is why I probably wouldn't be very good at Big Brother because I'm not thinking multiple steps ahead. I'm thinking I'm looking at it this week and next week. I'm like, okay, so Matt's gonna save Jag. That's one more person that is still in that house that is in the way of him winning, and. He is now not guaranteed to be safe next week. If he doesn't save Jag, that's one person, one more person out of the house. You're closer to the win, um, and you're guaranteeing that you're not going to go home next week. Because worst case scenario, you just use it on yourself. So that's why at first I was like, I hate this, Matt. I'm not a fan of this. But Trevor, if you're telling me that Jag and Matt are gonna, are, are super close after this, or if they even were super close before that, if 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 what's Matt's strategy was works out, where his whole thing was, if we use it on Jag, he's going to be super loyal to us. All this, all this kind of stuff. Um, then good for Matt. Then I'm cool with it. And maybe there, Matt and Suri are looking further down the line than I was. I was looking at the immediate ramifications of he won't have this power next week. He could go home. Um, but if Jag's going to be super loyal, and that's another number for Matt on his side. He already has the best player in his house. It seems like on his side, Suri, I think, was very grateful that Matt went right to her with that with that knowledge. So I, I maybe Matt played it better than I thought. I first I was not happy with the way it worked out, but. Um, if this is going to put Matt in a better position, then I'm cool with it. Cause again, I like Matt and I really want him to go far. Um, but I don't know. I just, the way it played out, I would have loved to have Matt not tell anyone. Um, just cause I'm tired of Suri being in the know of everything that's going on in this house. She already knows the biggest secret of the game, which is that her son is Jared. Um, I'm tired of her knowing everything. I wanted to see some sort of adversity where something didn't go her way and she had no idea what was going on. So, um, that I mean, that's a little frustrating. But again, if if it works out for Matt, and if it's if if in the long run we look back and we go, that was a good move for Matt. It put him in a better position now than he was a week ago. Then I'm cool with it, and that's fine. And, and then I was just totally wrong. I'm cool to admit that. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting because I mean, Matt Matt is because the other thing is Matt's really safe right now. No one would target Matt. Okay, so good. I like he, to hear he's that. it's not like he's going to be in a position where he'd have to save himself next week. Um, okay. anyway, so. I so well, let me ask move. you this though, Trevor. Can I ask you this yeah. real quick? If and you you know more than I do, so you're gonna answer this acting like you don't know. You, Trevor, you need to act like you know as much as I do at this point, okay? Um, if Cameron is to win HOH, do you think if Cameron were to find out that Matt is the reason why Jag didn't go home, Cameron seems like the type of person that he would be very upset, and he's having to redo his HOH. He would throw Matt up there because he's upset that he had to put two people on the block and neither of which went home because of Matt, Matt might end up being a replacement or not a replacement, but a, you know, a, a nomination this week in, in a redo of Cameron's HOH again. 
Um, is that a possibility? Like, would Cameron do that? Do you think Cameron would do that if he went to HOH again and somehow he found out that Matt's the reason why Jag didn't go home? He'd throw Matt's up on the block. I mean, maybe. I. But the thing is, like, even if Cameron wins HOH, like, I don't think he'd even find out Matt won the pen. Like, I don't even okay. think he'd find I, I out agree. it was Matt. I don't, I don't know if he would either. But I, I just don't know how good of a liar. If, like, people start pressing Matt on this, I don't know how good of a liar he is. I just haven't seen it from him. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't. My guess would be that he wouldn't even find out that Matt okay. did it. I, okay. I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but that would be my guess. Just because Cam's left out, like he's, you know, he's an outsider. He's left out on so much information. That's, that is true. Um, yes. So it's not like, like Sari has no reason to tell him. Yes, I agree. J- I don't think Jag would have any reason to, t- I, I mean, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Would you worry about Jag telling Cameron? I don't maybe to save himself he didn't save himself last week when he could have threw his alliance under the bus i don't think he's gonna throw matt under the bus but um so yeah i i i don't think i'd be that worried about it honestly i if cam won hoh again i i could put that blue and jag again (laughs) i think he might just put a jag and blue again he is i think he would he (laughs) he might um yeah so i i think it worked out uh for matt but again for sari and and them i don't think it was a good move because there it's interesting because matt he's kind of like i guess if you're thinking about it from the standpoint of the people that are at the core of the house are number one sari number two i would say izzy um even though she doesn't she isn't playing very self-interested and then number three you could argue felicia jared sort of is but the thing is like felicia doesn't like Felicia's not looking out for Jared. Nicole isn't yeah. looking out for Jared. You know, they're looking out for the other people. Like Felicia's looking out for Suri and Izzy to some extent. But they're, and I think Izzy is looking out for Jared. But like Felicia doesn't care about Jared. Nicole doesn't care about Jared. Matt doesn't care about Jared. Right for the most part. Um, yeah. only only Suri and I guess Izzy does. Um, so they're kind of at the core, and Matt's kind of like that number. I don't know four five person so he's in a good spot right but i think at some point if 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 i'm matt and i'm in final seven final eight at some point you gotta take a shot at sari or jared like you have Mm. to at some point and he's gonna need people to help him and i think jag is someone who could help him do that potentially if jag were to get that far um but yeah i guess the only other thing to mention before we get the ratings i'm trying to think what else do i have written down here um Let's see. Obviously, Red doesn't use the veto. Um, the vote flipped back. Uh, we talked about the power already. Can we can and we then... just real quick talk about, I think we've had, I don't know how many votes, three or four votes this year. Have they all been unanimous? I feel like they've all been unanimous. It's been so boring. Um, I don't know if they've all been unanimous, but the thing is, but like, none the of them votes... have been any, like close at all. Yeah, and, and that's definitely frustrating. The thing is, is that the vote every single week, besides the um the the first week when it was what Kirsten who went home, I think. Yeah. Um, besides the first week, there have been talks like leading up to Thursday about yes, flipping the vote. True. So yeah, I I guess for just someone who's just watching the episodes and you don't see mm-hmm. all this, it's yeah. probably gonna be more frustrating, and it might seem like oh. This vote was never really, uh, you know, close. It was yeah. always going to be this person. But actually, this season, there have been quite a few votes where it could have been another person. I mean, this vote in particular, 
again, like they they could have taken out taken out blue. They totally could could have. Yeah. They just chose not to. Um, they had all of the votes. They were the majority of the house kind of wanted to do it. Um, they just didn't because they couldn't all get on the same page. Um, with the Riley vote, I I thought Riley was gonna stay. I really did up until like Tuesday or Wednesday that week because it seemed like Sari wanted Riley to stay, and then. At some point, it just flipped back, and and Riley ended up going home. But okay. there's been a, quite a few of these votes that have been pretty close. The Heisen vote, for the most part, was was relatively straightforward. Um, but there there were a couple talks. That one was more straightforward. This one was very much back and forth, and I think the Riley one was very much back and forth. Okay, you're right. I I I have not seen as much as you have. Um, and and the episode does a uh, does you know every time every week, no matter what, they're gonna be like, oh, there's there's talks about maybe. The pawn going home or the person that's not supposed to go home going home. The frustrating part is that nobody ever actually tries to take the shot. They all just they all just kind of go back to their comfort zone of, oh, we're all just going to vote together because nobody – again, nobody wants to be it's, – it's, I guess it's – if you're in the house, it makes sense. Like you don't want to be – you don't want to take a shot and miss. So you just kind of – you just kind of go back to the, the comfortable thing of all voting together. Um, but as a viewer at home, it's frustrating because I want to see adversity. I want to see – disagreements and i want to see people not on the same page and, and not and, you know being blindsided by votes and things like that so i get it you're right i mean I, i'm sure there have been conversations every week about deciding who to go home but it's just it's it's frustrating the end result every single time is just a unanimous vote or a, a you know a 10 to 2 vote or something like that for one person yeah i i totally agree i definitely like to see closer votes as well um, but if you don't have anything else, I think we can get into our ratings here. Um, yeah, yeah you haven't have anything else. Okay. Um, I mean, real quick, we, we could mention the, the H, I mean, the pressure cooker com- competition was awesome. I just want to make that. Very oh clear. yeah. It was oh, really yeah. cool. We, we didn't, I mean, we didn't, talk, we didn't talk about that. It was awesome. I thought it was so cool. Um, it's such a simple competition and, um, it's, it's, that's what I like about it. Like we've, we've given, especially this season in the last couple of years, a lot of slack for, these competitions are ridiculous and they're cheesy and they're all these all these props and stuff like that. This was so simple. You just keep your hand on a buzzer and it's it just basically comes down to who wants it more. Um, and the fact that they made them do it in the dark is is just the most ridiculous thing ever. It's so brutal. I cannot imagine doing it. And, and Trevor, the fact that that they were four minutes away from breaking the record that the the previous pressure cooker uh, competition set is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So. Um, awesome competition. If they did it every year and they just kind of kept it what it was this year, where they just put them in a box, turn the lights off, and say go, um, I'd be totally okay with seeing that every year for the foreseeable future. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I I loved it as well. I wish they would do it every year. Just I I don't know. I mean, what you gotta have your staff work overnight. It's just it's one night of the season. Come on, just I yeah. I think they should do it every year. I do too. And I I don't even think it, even if it's like a quote unquote a bad cast. I don't. I think just because of the nature of the competition. Um, I think it, it'll always be good. I don't think you'll ever have like a, a an, an example of a competition like this where it's a it's a dud. It's a, it's a it's a disaster. So I think I think you're always going to get a few people that are willing to to do whatever it takes to to stay in there as long as possible. And obviously with with people like America and Cameron, we saw that this week. So um, I just thought we should mention it. It was a, it was an awesome competition. Definitely the best one this season. And I mean, clearly one of the better HOH competitions we've seen in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I loved it. Um, I wish America had won, but nevertheless, nevertheless, the thing is, Matt's power might have canceled out what what she wanted to do. So I'm actually okay. I'm actually okay. America didn't win it because it might not have mattered because Matt might have just saved someone that uh, would have been annoying. Um, but anyway, the the twist is out of the game. I'm I'm glad about that. We don't have to worry about the twist this coming week. Yes, that is nice. We got Um, it out of the way right away. 
Yeah, it's very good. So to our ratings now, um, as always, the first up, we go in alphabetical order. Um, the way we do this every week is we we rate the players based on their gameplay, how well we think they played the week, um, their short-term safety, uh, and then their ability long-term to potentially win the game. So we do this on a scale of 1 to 10, basically. And uh, as always, we're going to start off with America. Um, America last week, I gave a 5. I think this week she uh, got in more trouble. Um, she obviously got closer to Corey. They are, we didn't mm-hmm. even talk about this, but they're pretty much a full-blown showmance at this point. Um, yeah. One of my favorite showmances in Big Brother history. Maybe maybe my favorite. Um, I'm, I'm a big, Amer- I'm big America Corey fan. Um, they're my favorites in the game. But America's play uh, was not very good this week. And the, the showmance is part of the reason they spend... A lot of time together, she's not spending enough time talking with other people. Um, she also had some information that she trusted in the wrong hands, gave to Jag. That got her in some more trouble. So I gave America a four. Um, she is one of the people that could be targeted very soon. I mean, if we're looking at the, the people that are on the top of the target list, I would say Cameron and Red. I would say Cameron and Red are kind of like the top two. I think Jag and Blue were pretty high on that list. And then I think American Corey, America in particular, uh, is very high on the list. So um, I can't give her a high rating, unfortunately. So it's a four for me. Yeah, I mean, I gave her a four as well. Um, I mean, she's she's just not aligned with Serena in any way, which is going to make your game in a lot of trouble at any time. So, um, yeah, I mean, she's considered, like you said, this episode, she's, she, I would consider her, her an outsider. Um, she's not part of really any of the, the major alliances that are controlling this game right now. So um, she's in some trouble. Uh, She's with Corey, and I, I think we'll we'll get to Corey later. But um, I just think Corey's a better player, so that's why I would I would consider America more in danger than Corey, just because I don't think she'd be able to get out of certain things that maybe Corey could. So that's why I gave row four. Yeah, the, I mean the one thing she that I like about America is that I think she does have um, a good like she I think she knows what the right thing to do for her game is. She recognizes mm-hmm. that she's in danger. And with power, she might be the only person to put up a Suri and Izzy or uh, something like that. So I do like that. Uh, but she has to win the competition. She has to win the HOH. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Brandon gave America four and a half. Yeah, he, Brandon has all of his ratings, so I'll, I'll mention them as we go through. Brandon had a four and a half, so slightly higher in America. Next up is Blue. Um, now, <laughs> Blue this week. Blue was on the block. She easily could have went home the majority of the people in the house wanted her to go home um she's in this showmance with jared she seems to always be in bed with jared um she doesn't do a lot else i think the the two activities that when i think of like what did blue do this week there are really two things number one she laid in bed with jared number two she hung out with felicia and and just just made small talk with Felicia. That's what she did. Um, Blue was terrible this week. Um, she didn't really put in a lot of good efforts to save herself. Um, her, <laughs> she doesn't really, I don't know. Does, does she really care about winning this game? I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, I think, and I had this rating down for Blue. I'm not going to change it now. Um, I gave Blue a one. I did. Oh my gosh, Trevor. I gave Blue a one. I think oh, she's no. a terrible player. I think she was terrible this week. Um, so it was a one from me. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm, I, I don't like doing this. <laughs> I, I don't do this very often, but 
I had her at a five. I'm gonna give her a four. I'm changing it. And and part of that is because I didn't realize I didn't until you explained it to me like ten minutes ago. I didn't realize how close she was to possibly going home this week. Um, but either way, it's not a great score. I don't think she's in a good position. The reason why I originally was gonna give her a five is because I do think with Jag still in the house, if they're gonna if they're gonna continue to be put on the block together, I just assume that Jag would be the bigger target. But it seems like Blue might be the bigger target, especially if Jared gets what he wants. So I'll give her a four. A one is insane to me. Um. I agree with you, Trevor. Like, I don't think she's going to win. And you're right. I don't even know if she cares about winning. At this point, I think she cares more about Jared than winning. But um, I, a one, I mean, it's, it's, that is insane, Trevor. That's, you're basically just telling me, like, she's not even in that house. She, I, I think you're basically saying she pretty much has as good of a chance as winning as, as we do sitting here right now, which she, you're probably not wrong. But She's um, not winning the game. A one, no a one, is, a one is, is historically low for, for this point in the game for someone who – has not even had any power yet, so uh, I, was, I mean, it's your ratings. Yeah. You do you, but that's crazy, especially for someone like. I mean, I was me personally. I was super high on Blue coming into this this season. I I had her when we were doing our draft. I had her pretty high on my list, um, and she has definitely not lived up to my hype of her. So it's been it's been disappointing for sure. Yeah, I there's a theme for my ratings. They're they're going to be pretty low overall. There was a lot of bad okay. gameplay this week. What one, one more thing about Blue that obviously uh, we didn't see this on the episode or anything. Blue had a conversation with uh, Felicia and Sari in the backyard where she basically just said this was after Jared told her the secret. And, you know, she I think she was kind of joking, whatever. But she said in front of Sari and Felicia, if anyone were to take out Jared in this game, it would be me. I'd be the one to take oh, out Jared. <laughs> Says it in front of her mom. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean. And she knows, I don't know. It's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, Brandon Gay blew a three and a half. So a little bit, I guess, in the middle there. Um, next up is Bowie. Bowie, a person who, listen, you know, Bowie, Bowie seems like a very sweet person. She seems very nice. Um, she's never gonna uh, go around talking bad about anyone. But she doesn't really do anything in the game. She's She's not in any of the conversations. And... It's going to kind of be the same thing with Bowie every week. There's not really much else to say. Um, I gave her a three, um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have. What do you what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about Bowie. I'll give her a three. Um, she's just kind of there. Again, she seems like someone she won't she won't go home anytime soon because she's no threat to anyone at all. Um, but she seems like someone that could go home like during a double eviction when the people in power can't decide who to take a shot at and they're like, fine, we'll just get Bowie out and then we'll, we'll go from here. Like she's someone that can just be kind of expendable at any time. It won't be soon just again, because she's not, not a threat. She's probably not going to win a whole lot. She really hasn't played this game at all. Uh, so I, I mean, I gave her a three, but if, if it was a two or a three, I think it's, as long as it's a low number, I don't really think it matters for her. Cause she clearly doesn't, I don't think she thinks her game matters cause she's not really playing. So I'll give her a three, but um, she's not, I mean, she's not, she'll go far, but she's not winning. She, I don't think she, even wants to win or she cares about winning or at this point she doesn't know how to win yeah and i i think that's the reason like giving her a three she's she's higher than some of these other people that i gave mm -hmm. lower ratings to just because um they are targets ahead of her she's gonna stay yes. um she's gonna stay longer so uh brandon gave bowie a two so a little bit lower than us uh next up is cameron and uh i i made i gave one person a one i'm gonna give another person a one cameron gets a one from me uh, this was a terrible HOH all the way around yeah. from Cameron. He, well, number one, he, no one got evicted. Yeah. So it goes part. without, it goes without saying <laughs> yeah. that when you're the HOH and no one is evicted, that is not good for you. Um, but 
he targeted people that just he shouldn't have been targeting he he had if you're cameron in this position you you just have to take a shot at, at the power you have to go for Sari and jared or izzy um you have to doing putting up jag and blue um thinking uh thinking that you were in this alliance you know he he thinks that this legend 25 alliance is a real thing it's not no one outside of you and red thinks it's a real alliance it's a fake alliance no one cares um about this alliance that cameron has and he's he's just a very delusional person he's very confident he always thinks that he knows what the right thing to do is um but the reality is is that he he has no idea what he's doing um he's no idea what he's doing his nominations were terrible um his hoh reign was was terrible it couldn't have been any worse um it literally yeah. could not have been worse um so cameron got a one for me no, I mean, I gave him a two. Yeah, terrible. I mean, worst case scenario for Cameron, he, he wins HOH. He has to upset two people by putting on the block, and he's not any closer to winning the money than he was when he put those two people on the block. So tough situation for Cameron. Part of it's not his, I mean, part of it's not his fault. It's not his fault that Jag didn't go home. Um, but it, it, it's just an unfortunate situation. He, even the things he could control, he didn't do well this week. So yeah, bad HOH all around. Really couldn't get any worse for him. Uh, so I'll give him a two. That, I mean, he's in a lot of trouble, like you said. That Legend 25 alliance that he seemed, him and Red seemed to be so about, and they, they didn't want to take a shot at Izzy because it's too early to do that and stuff like that. Well, that's not a real alliance, and nobody except for those two believe it. So they're in some trouble. Yeah, and I, and I also think he's probably the most likely person to go home next week, too. So yes, it, he's so. not in a good spot at all. Um, Brandon gave him a one as well, so uh, Brandon's with me on that one. Uh, next up is Corey. Corey, one of my favorite players in the game. Uh, Corey did not have a good week. Um, I gave him a seven last week, but he had a, a, quite a fall. Um, a bad week for Corey. Um, you know, Suri and Izzy just really don't trust him anymore, and he doesn't realize it. He doesn't know he's spending so much time with America, um, just hanging out in the hammock. Um, and he doesn't really know what's going on around him. So at this point, Corey, a couple weeks ago, even last week, I think, had a lot of the information. He knew what was happening in the house. Uh, this week, he was left out um, of a lot of conversations, um, which is going to be interesting. I'm interested to see, you know, with Jag staying, is there any chance, and this has been something I've been wanting for a while, is there any chance Jag and Corey can trust each other? Can they... Can they have one conversation without one of them going back to Izzy or Sari and telling them what the other person said? Can they do it? I don't know. I I, yeah. I hope so, but I, I don't have great faith for it. Um, so I gave Corey a four, just like America. Okay. Um, I gave him a four, a big fall, three-point fall uh, for Corey there. Yeah, I mean, with him and America together, it's when one dies, the other one pretty much dies too, so... I gave him a five. Like I said, when I was talking about America, I just think I think he's better and he knows the game better than America. So I thought I'd give him I'll give him a little bit higher of a score than America, but still not a great score. They're not in a good position. They are still are considered outsiders. Um, and especially now that I guess they are pretty much a showman. So they, again, like I said, they, they pretty much are, are a package deal where if one goes home, the other one's going to be in a lot of trouble. So um, I'll give him a five. I do like Corey. Um, I think he's a good player. I think he has a good not he's has good knowledge of the house for the most part. He's just in a in a bad position. So. Uh, he's not not in a great spot right now. All right. Uh, next up is Suri. Suri, I think we we probably all agree is playing the best game at the moment. 
Um, oh, well, I guess uh, I forgot Brandon's score. Brandon gave Corey a six, so he's a little bit higher than us. Um, with Sari, Brandon actually gave a nine. So Brandon gave Sari a 10 the Man. previous week, gave her a nine this week, so a little bump down. Um, I Let's see, I gave Sari a nine last week, so I also bumped Sari down. I gave her an eight this week. Um, her her social game is incredible. It's incredible. It's It's one of the best social games up to this point that we've ever seen, I think, in Big Brother. Um, because regardless of what strategic air she makes, she somehow still ends up in a good position. Um, uh, people still trust her. I mean, like like Red, for instance. Red is like he trusts Cerise so much, it doesn't make any sense to me. Matt is now like practically Cerise's son. Um, her another son of Cerise. He trusts her so much. There's so many people in this house that bring Suri the information. So that's why her rating still has to be high. However, I think uh, some of the strategic decisions she has made this week were not good. I think saving Jag, which um, I, I think she probably influenced Matt, at least to some extent, to save Jag. And for, for Matt, I think it's good, like I said before. For Suri, I don't think it's good. I, I don't understand why Suri would want Jag and Blue to stay. Like, you have to eliminate people from the house. And if you're Sari and you're already like top of the totem pole, you're running the house. Why are you saving? Why, why are you just like keeping people in the house for no reason? Jag doesn't need to be here for, for you to advance in the game. So why save him? I, I don't, I don't understand that. So I didn't agree with that decision from Sari because Jag has the potential. And again, it hasn't, it hasn't gone this way so far, but Jag in theory could team up with America and Corey and, and they could form a contingent that could go against Sari. I, I just think she's leaving up a potential for there to be a side to go against her. And it just doesn't really make sense to me. I gave her an eight as well. I mean, yeah, like you said, she's, she's clearly playing the best game in the house. She's, I mean, by far the best player. And pretty much since the second she got in there, she was the best player in that house. She, I think she's in a position where because she's positioned herself so well that I think she has room to make mistakes. And I agree with you. I think her being totally willing with keeping Jag in that game is a mistake in a way. But I think she's in a position to where she can afford to make that kind of mistake and it doesn't completely destroy her game like it would maybe other people. So because I think she's so far ahead of everyone else and she has room for error, I don't think it affect, it's going to affect her game a whole lot. So I still gave her an 8. It's still the highest number or the highest rating I'll give anyone in this house. And that will, that will not change probably anytime soon because... As long as she pretty much is doing whatever she wants, and as long as people like Matt and whoever are willing to give up their biggest secrets in this game to Suri as fast as possible, uh, she's not going anywhere. So, so very high score for Suri. I've been obviously very impressed with her game. She's been fantastic to watch. I don't necessarily want her to win, but um, if she does win, she will be more than deserving. So I'm cool with it. All right. Uh, next up is Felicia. And I, I guess I could I could talk about this with Felicia, but it, I guess it applies to Ceri's rating as well. Um, I, I gave Felicia six and a half. I bumped her slightly down. Uh, Brandon also gave her six and a half. But one of the things that happened uh, this week, and um, it, again, this happened before, like this is something that they could have put on the episode Thursday. They didn't. So is it a spoiler? I don't, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I think I could say this to you, Ben. Um, okay. but Felicia, so Felicia actually is starting to become a little bit wary of Suri in the game. Okay. And okay. one of the reasons why is that Suri 
during these vote flips last week, Felicia wanted to flip the vote and keep Heisem. She was the person that was most adamant about trying to keep Heisem last week. And Corey was the main person that killed that vote. Um, but I think uh, for some reason, it seems like Felicia also looks at Suri as one of these people that's killing the vote flips, even though that's not really true. Um, she, this week, really wanted uh, Blue to leave. She wanted to keep Jag. And she seemed to think that Suri was the one that kind of killed that vote flip, when in reality, it, it really wasn't, I think, for the most... Well, actually, maybe a little bit. Um, but it was more so maybe a Jared or... Um, but anyway, so S S Felicia is kind of annoyed at Suri because she's preventing these vote flips from, from happening. And um, she has the final two with Suri, but Felicia actually went to Jared and told her and told Jared um, about like some of the things that she's annoyed about with Suri um, and actually made a final two with Jared. Um, now, obviously, really, we know that we know we know uh, what happened after that. Jared went right back to Suri and told her that Felicia did this. Um, so this is interesting. I, I like that this happened. Um, it, it might amount to nothing. It might not lead anywhere. But I'm I'm very intrigued that Felicia is at least becoming wary of Suri. Um, so we we will see what happens with that. But what, what do you think about Felicia? I gave Felicia a six. I like I like to hear that, Trevor, because I mean, pretty much no one has been has has had any sort of red flags about Suri. So the fact that anyone is even considering just weighing options about what it would possibly be like if Suri was no longer in the house is 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 a breath of fresh air for this season. So I, I respect it, Felicia. I, I, obviously, she has no idea that if she, when she goes and tells Jared these things that, that Jared's going to go back and tell her mom about what Felicia's saying. So, I mean, obviously, an unfortunate situation there for Felicia, and she, has, she just doesn't know. Uh, but, I mean, I like Felicia. I do. I think she's a pretty good player, and obviously when she's as close with Suri as she is, and when, when uh, as long as, I guess, as long as she doesn't mess up that relationship relationship with Suri, she will, uh, she'll be in this game for a long time. So I think she's in a good position. I mean, Looking at my rating, six is the second highest score I got. So her, her and Suri, in my opinion, at least based on my ratings, are are uh, are in two of the best positions in the house. So six for me for uh, for uh, for Alyssa. Yeah. So we'll see if that turns into anything. I'm going to talk about uh, when when we get to meet Cole. I'm I'm going to talk. That was something I could have talked about as well because um, she has had conversations with me, Cole, about being wary of Suri, and it seems like me, Cole, kind of agrees. So. Uh, just just interesting. It's just something to keep an eye on. In reality, it might not actually mean anything because they might just still be loyal to Suri, but but we'll see. I'm I'm at least kind of looking at it. Um next up is Izzy. Um I just kept Izzy to four and a half. I Izzy's so tough to rate because she like she's in the power. Like she's part of this main alliance. She's part of the core. Um however, I think if there was a shot to be taken. Like, say America did win HOH. I think in an America HOH, I think Izzy would go home. I think she would go home because I think America would probably put up... Um, Well, I think she would want to put up Suri and Izzy. I think Corey might try to talk her out of it. Um, But if she did, and Suri and Izzy were on the block, obviously Izzy would go home over Suri. So I think that in, in, in a situation where someone did try to go against his power... Izzy would be the casualty of that, I think. Um, so I think that hurts her. Um, she is still very messy overall, just in the game as well. And she's not self-interested. She still is 
wanting to play Ceri's game. I mean, mm-hmm. any information she gets, and this is another reason why Corey's ranking rating has uh, kind of tanked, which I forgot to mention. Corey had uh, conversations with Izzy. I think it was like right after the eviction last week, like Thursday or, or maybe it was Friday, um, about like the end game and how, you know, Corey wants to potentially be in a fight. Like basically Corey was saying like, I want to go to final two with you, Izzy. Um, but we need to think about like at final five, um, basically saying that if it's like me, you, uh, Jared, um, Suri and whoever else, whether it's Felicia or America, we need to think about taking a shot at Suri because she's, you know, she, she would win this game. And what do you, what, what do you think happened after that, Ben? I mean, obviously Izzy just ran this right back to yes, Suri. Of course um, she did. So, which she shouldn't have done. She shouldn't have done. Um, it was not smart for her to do, but this hurt Corey. Um, it's part of the thing that hurt Corey's rating because Suri trusts Corey less because of that. And it hurts Izzy because she's not self-interested. Um, so yeah, four and a half for me, uh, for Izzy. Uh, what, what do you think? Yeah, five for me. I mean, she, she's going to be lower than, than Suri and Felicia for me, but she's still in that group. So she's still in a good position. I will say, obviously her name got thrown out this week and Suri and Felicia's name never got thrown out this week. So Izzy's not in as great of a position as, as those two. And, and yeah, she's, I mean, she, we've, we've talked about this multiple times, but she's not playing her own game and it's frustrating. It's, it's annoying to watch because she, she cares so much about wanting Suri to like her that she's willing to give up any sort of information to Suri the second she hears it. And it's just not good gameplay for her sake, but it's also just not entertaining for us as fans listening to it. So it's, it's frustrating to watch. I, I think Izzy actually knows the game pretty well. I mean, clearly she she's she knows everything about Survivor and Big Brother. She knew right away who Jared was. So I think, she, like, in terms of her knowledge, she knows what she's doing, at least a little bit. But I think, uh, yeah, Sari uh, being in that house just totally ruined any sort of potential that I think Izzy had pretty much from day one in this game because of she's putting her, her heart in front, of, in front of what maybe her head is telling her to do. So it's frustrating gameplay. It's just frustrating to watch as, as a fan and as a viewer. Um, so, so I gave her a five, but I'm not super confident Izzy just because, yeah, if she's willing to take Jared and, 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 uh, Suri to the end, she's got no shot. Yeah. And that, and that's a good point that you mentioned. If, if Izzy was on the block this week, like, um, frankly, I mean, Cam and Red were already thinking about doing, she could have easily left this week. If she was on the block next to like Suri or Felicia or someone like that, I think she would have left this week. Um, so that was always a possibility. Luckily for her, uh, Cameron and Red are, are very stupid. They're not good game players. Um, yeah. Brandon gave Izzy a five. So on the same page with you, uh, next up is Jag. Um, and I, I gotta, uh, I gotta drop the hammer on Jag. I got to, it's not a one. However, Jeez. it is a, t- it is a two. Oh my gosh, Trevor. It is a two for Jag because Jag played this week terribly. It was, it was terrible. And he was on his way out the door. And if he would have left, he would have deserved it. He would have fully deserved it. That, that's, that's what I was prepared to come on this podcast and say. Jag was evicted this week, and he fully deserved to be evicted this week because he did not fight for himself to stay. Um, he, didn't, he didn't fight for himself to stay. He had all of the information that he could have used to try to keep himself, to, to try to keep himself off the block, and he didn't use any of it. He didn't want to expose the alliance. He wanted to be loyal. Um, and it's just, uh, not great. Jag has been pretty frustrating as a player for me this week. Um, I, I like him just, just generally speaking, I, I really like Jag, um, but I want him to be a better game player. Um, so we'll see. He, he gets a second chance. He was saved. 
we will see if he changes his tune. Maybe he'll realize what's really going on, but uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think, Ben? You know, Trevor, you need to put some respect on Jag's name. I, he, he had, in my opinion, the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my life in Big Brother. He lost a vote 12-0, got evicted, and he's still in the house. He didn't even leave. He didn't even walk out that front door, Trevor. So That's I think true. you're disrespecting Jag's gameplay. I've never seen anyone lose a vote 12-0 and not leave. So, so credit to him. Uh, but if I'm being serious, yeah, he, he did not play this week very well. Obviously, he, he, he should have went home. And if, without Matt, he, he would have gone home. But to be fair, he almost did win that competition. He was super close. Um, but no, he did not play it well. And, and I do, he's another person. I think he has potential. I think he has like the ability to be a really good player just for whatever reason. It really seems like once, once Riley went home and obviously that was like his biggest ally, he just kind of like, I'm not saying he's given up, but he, I feel like he's definitely changed his, his mindset of this game a little bit. I think, I think Riley going home was really upsetting to him. It was really hurting. It, it, it hurt him a lot. Um, and he just hasn't been the same since I feel like. So yeah, being on the block this week and just not fighting for yourself at all, really not making no effort to try to to try to persuade the vote that really was was close to possibly flipping on, uh, you know, to voting out blue. It's just frustrating gameplay to watch. So I, I, I understand the low score, too, again, is pretty low. I mean, I gave him a five, but um, I, he's not in a great position, obviously, because he's at the bottom of, of, the, of the real alliance he's in. He's at the bottom of it. And then there's a fake alliance that thinks that he's the target. So he, he, not a good position. Um, definitely, I don't, I, don't think he, uh, he, I don't think he'll see the, uh, the end of this game. A five, okay. Brandon gave him a four and a half. I, I don't, I don't really understand why. Um, but, but nevertheless, well, Trevor, he's on my Trevor, um, he's on my team, so he gets a bump automatically. Everybody knows that. That's true. Brandon, Brandon bumped him up. Brandon had him in a four last week and gave him a four and a half. I, I yeah, know, I I'm don't, gonna have to. I don't. I'm gonna have to talk to Brandon. About I, don't really that. I don't understand. Brandon. We gotta have, we gotta have some talks because, because me finding out that he gave Surya ten last week, that's I think that's grounds for expulsion off this podcast. You just, I, I don't think you should be allowed to give someone a ten. That's ridiculous to me. Week three and you give somebody a ten, like what are we doing? <laughs> the, the ten, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm more okay with the ten than the than the jag rating, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk to him about this. All right. Um. Next up is Jared, and Jared's another person that's difficult to rate, sort of like Izzy, uh, because Jared, his position is really good, um, and he, if, if I'm placing a bet, right, if I'm placing a bet on who is going to win this season, I don't know what the odds would be, but whatever odds Jared has, I'll take him, I'll take him, just I'll bet on Jared to win this season, because He's either the first or second most likely to win. I would say second most likely person yeah. to win the season. But yet he is such a bad game player. Um, he told, I mean, just, just for starters, he told, he told Blue the secret. Why would you, why in any world would you ever expose this secret? This, so this secret, it could go wrong for him in so many ways. If Blue does tell Jag, then jag so if blue tells jag jag is gonna tell probably america or someone the the secret will get out if blue tells jag the secret will get out if that happens people will then have the information they need they will they will fully realize what is happening if if cory gets his hand on this information if america gets this information i mean this this could really break the game wide open because um they will fully i mean this was a blind spot it's been a blind spot for cory throughout the entire season. Um, and I, I just think it could really break the game wide open. So it's bad for Jared that he did that. He's also just spending, again, so much time with Blue. Um, he's not spending a, as much time with some of these other people. And the the alliance I mentioned, right, like the the power of the house with 
uh, Sari and Izzy and Felicia, Nicole, some of them like don't really trust Jared that much. Felicia doesn't really trust Jared. Nicole does not trust Jared, you know? So he, some of these relationships, he just doesn't, he hasn't really cared to work on. So that's another thing that's going bad for him. I really think there's going to be a point where one of these people are going to try to evict Jared and Sari's going to have to prevent it from happening. It's going to happen like final seven, final six. Um, I, I could see it very well happening. I gave Jared a five this week. Um, I again, I, I wanted to go lower. I did, but his position is just so good that it, it wouldn't really make sense to go uh, much lower than a five. Uh, but what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to do with Jared. I gave him a five as well. Uh, I mean, his showmance is affecting his game, but I'm gonna be honest, I don't really know what kind of game he has anyway, other than being Suri's son. So I, I, I have just have no idea what to do. He'll go far again because as long as Suri's in that house, Jared will stay in that house. But if we ever get to a situation where Suri is gone, I don't know what Jared's gonna do. So um, because his mom is by far the best player in the house, he 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 gets the benefit of the doubt in terms of oh, I think he's in a good position, not because of him, but because of his mom. So I'll give him a five. All right, uh, Brandon gave Jared a five and a half, so he also lowered him from last week. Uh, next up is Matt. Um, I think Matt's done done really well, actually. Um, I gave Matt a six this week. Um, I, I bumped him up. I think I bumped him up the past couple weeks, and I'm continuing to, to bump him up a little bit. Matt's in a pretty solid spot because he's really earned the trust of... Uh, well, really, I mean, I pretty much everyone trusts him. He, he's very safe. No one would really target Matt. Um, Sari, I think, really trusts Matt because... Uh, I think Sari appreciates anyone who brings her information. And Matt has, throughout the week, he brought a lot of the information from Cameron in red, uh, you know, came from Matt. Matt was able to kind of infiltrate, get information about the plans for the week, uh, what Cam and red have been thinking. And he was able to bring that right back to Sari. He's even got information from other people, um, you know, like like a Jag, a Blue, um, some of this information he's telling Sari, it's good in the sense that his position's really good. Um, but at the same time, my worry about Matt is that he's going to be too trusting of like a Sari, um, or an Izzy, um, because long-term, uh, being in this spot, you, you need to have a plan that you're working on. Matt doesn't seem to have a plan of what he's going to do when he gets closer to the end. But again, he, he gets a six because at the moment, it seems like he's going to go far, right? And I think he's doing really good things um, just in terms of his social play. He's He's been a very good social player because everyone really loves him. So it's a six for Matt. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, I think Matt's starting to come into his game a little bit. I think the first couple of weeks he, he was he was obviously laying low, and I didn't really know what to think of him. I gave him a five. I still don't really know what to think of him. Um, I think, obviously, he, he can win competitions. We saw that. And he's. I think he was self-aware enough to understand that he needed to position himself with certain people and, and Sari being that person that that he was like hey I'm gonna put my trust into you and hopefully she puts um, her trust into him and it seems like it worked out for him and one of the episodes she literally said like I take that seriously I, I now look at him almost like a son in this game uh, so that's I mean that's great for Matt when you have the best player in the house saying that I will I will look out for you almost like I would my own son um, so I, again, I gave him a five. I, I just didn't, I don't know what to do with him and still in this game. It's early, but if he starts to, to pick up the game, like he has been the last week or so, and he continues this momentum, I think he absolutely has the potential to go really far in this game, which I would love to see. So I'll keep him at a five from now, but that, that is pending. And I think I could see myself obviously raising that score as the weeks go on. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brandon gave Matt a five, so he is with you on that one. Uh, next up is Mecole. Um, I I thought Mecole had a solid week. I mean, again, when when there's so many players that are playing badly and their ratings are going down, uh, some of some there has to be someone that goes up. And Matt and Mecole mm-hmm. are two of the players that I think have uh, improved their gameplay. They're two of the only people that I think have have went up in my ratings. But Mecole. I had her four and a half last week. I'll, I'm giving her a five and a half um, because she's so I still think she needs to be more active. She st- still needs to be having conversations with other people, but it does seem like she's starting to gain. Uh, I, I like I feel like a couple weeks ago, she lost some trust with like the Cerise because she wasn't bringing them information. And frankly, that was literally just because she didn't she doesn't talk to some of those other people like Nicole doesn't talk to camp. She doesn't talk to Red. She doesn't talk to America and Corey. Um, so she has no information to bring them. And I think they thought that was sketchy when in reality, Nicole just isn't talking to them. And she's actually pretty loyal to you guys. Um, but Nicole does seem to be more active, I think. Uh, she's gaining some of the trust back and although she isn't really that present in this season um, she's pretty safe right now you know she's gonna go pretty far so it's it's kind of similar to Matt except I think Matt is is actively um, I I just think Matt has more of a hand in why his position is as good as it is whereas Nicole it's it's a little bit less so like that I think Matt's done a better job socially so that's it's they're in similar positions overall but I gave Matt a slight bump above her just because I think he his social game has been so good um I mean I'll give Nicole it's the same thing with Matt like I don't really know what to think of her she hasn't done a whole lot and the very few things I've seen from her I'm not like I'm not having been disappointed but I haven't been super impressed so I'll keep her at a five. I don't know. She she seems to be obviously on the right side of the house, but I don't really know what the right side of the house is other than being with Suri. Um, so I'll, I'll keep her at a five. I'm just not I'm not sure. I, I don't think she's going home. I don't think she's a huge threat to anyone, but I just don't know in terms of if she has the potential to, to have an end game and, and really put herself in a position to win when it gets down to. It. I don't know if, if we can see that from her, but that's I guess that's that's TBD. We, we, we will we will wait to see that. Yeah, and the only other thing I'll add is that I think it's good that Jag stayed for her game as well, just simply because Jag's one of the people that she seems to like and has a good relationship with. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was probably a good thing for her as well. Um, Brandon gave me Cole a five, so he's with you on that one. Uh, last up uh, is Red. Red is someone who I think is one of the worst Big Brother players I've ever seen in my life, frankly. I, I really believe that. Um, I gave him a one. Um, I, I was very annoyed by him throughout the entire week um i i'm not gonna go on a rant like i may have on saturday or sunday um but red did a lot of things that were bad for his game he volunteered to go up as a pawn um when cameron had the idea of potentially backdooring izzy red said no it's too early we shouldn't do that um red inherently trusts sari when sari literally wants to take red out of the game um what else has red done that's bad um red just like actively like will talk bad about people like he'll actively like talk bad about America. And then like that information will get back to America and America's like, what, what's going on? What did I do? And so he's also just like a lot of people don't like him in general. Um, so yeah, all around bad play from red. Uh, he's a one. I gave him a three. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, he stinks. Like any, I, th- I feel like anything under like four is like, whatever. Um, so I didn't give him a one, but maybe I should have. I, my thought process was like, well, if him and Cameron are on a block together, I think Cameron's a bigger target, but if people really hate red as much as you say, then maybe he would be a bigger target. 
Um, but e- either way, regardless, it's not a good score. He's not a good player. He stinks. He can't win a competition. So um, he's not. I mean, I don't think he's going. He's not. Uh, I don't think he's going to make it too much farther if if Sari gets what she wants, which typically she does get what she wants. So I would expect Red to be gone pretty soon. Yeah, I think uh, Brandon gave Red a two. Um, I guess just to round it out, I think Cameron would be a bigger target than Red because he's shown that he can win competitions. Yeah. Um, just just the perception of Cameron is that he's a even though he's not a good player, I think I think the perception is that he's a more capable player than Red is, and yes. he's a bigger competition threat. So it, it's really only for that. those reasons that Cameron would probably go home over him. But other than that, um, and Cameron's unlikable. Like people don't really like Cameron either. But I think people really dislike Red. Um, uh, probably even more. I don't know. Both of them are both of them are disliked. So it's kind of hard to say who's more disliked. But um, that is Red, and that kind of rounds out our ratings. I guess the only other thing we last week we rated the week as a whole. Um, I I, I enjoyed this week. Um, in terms of like the drama and the entertainment. I, I was also frustrated by some of the gameplay. I was frustrated by Cameron's decisions. So it's kind of tough. I also hated the twist, but at the same time, the twist is now over and it yeah. kind of worked out in a way that I don't hate. So I don't know. I, I guess I'd give this week like a, like a, maybe a six. Mm-hmm. I don't know a, a five and a half, a six, I guess I'd say, cause it, I still think it was pretty entertaining. Uh, I don't know. What do, what do you think, Ben? I was thinking five or six. I mean, yeah, it was there. There were some parts that were awesome. Again, like the the conversations between Suri and Jared were awesome. Obviously, the the Suri disapproving of Jared's showman and things like that were great. Um, and like I said, even with with the America's comp- America's vote competition, like if you're gonna do that, at least make it a way where America doesn't have all the power. So I I, I don't hate that. Yeah, I mean Matt Matt using that power and just flushing it out right away so we don't have to worry about it and its ramifications on the game any further is fine. So. Yeah, I think, I mean, all things considered, and considering no one went home, which is the whole point of this game, is to watch people get picked off one by one. Considering no one went home, I don't think it was a terrible week. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it a six. Again, it's not, it wasn't the greatest week ever, but I think it definitely could have been a lot worse. I think there were some intriguing parts to it, typically those evolving um, Suri. So yeah, pretty average week. I don't, wasn't the best week of the season, wasn't the worst week of the season. So hopefully uh, it, it continues to go up from there. Um Trevor, anything else you, we need to discuss before before uh, we let these these fine listeners go? I think that's pretty much it. Um, just just as a uh, just personally, I really hope America wins the HOH. Um, and yeah, that's that's really all. That's really the only other thing else I have. America for HOH. You know, Trevor, I agree with you. When when America wins, America wins. So I I, I really do think that that America should be pulling for America. Um, I agree with you. I'm I'm very much pro America. Yeah, I know you got your American flag that you bring out for every for every episode. You got your little your little uh, sign of support for her. So I respect it, Trevor. I th- I think I'm on board with you. I'm I'm slowly becoming a very big America fan. So uh, fingers crossed for that. But I think we'll wrap it up there. We we have gone um, plenty long for this episode. So um, again, make sure you are following us on Twitter at the Small Baller. Make sure you're you're going to thesmallballers.com to keep up with everything that we're doing. If you have not had a chance. To listen to our college football preview that we re- released this past week, go ahead and give it a listen. It was a fantastic episode that myself, Brandon, and Trevor completed uh, with the draft in there. Um, obviously, we will, we will also this week have a new episode of the Small Ballers out. Uh, f- football starting, Trevor. College football starting. NFL starting a week from um, tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday, so a week from tomorrow, uh, the NFL will be starting. So we are in full swing, Trevor. We got Big Brother in uh, you know in full swing. Football starting. Um, a busy fall for us coming up, but I cannot be more excited. 
Um, so again, thank you everyone for listening to everything that we're putting out there. We have a lot more stuff coming in the future. Um, but I'll stop talking. So with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.